Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. This is your host, Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, your podcast host right here on Success Hackers. Scott, who is Success Hackers for? It's for the individual, the man, the woman who's looking to absolutely 10x their business, not only this year, but for every year moving forward. And we get the opportunity here to peek behind the curtain, to really get inside the minds of some of the most talented and successful entrepreneurs on the planet. These are guys and gals that they're doing it today. They didn't do it 20 years ago. They're actually in the trenches like all of us. And they're actually building huge businesses and creating lifestyles and impacting and empowering people all over the world. And before we start, and by the way, Hacker Nation, we have a really special guest with us today. And uh, so if you want to learn how to be more customer-centric focused and really understanding why the, the customer is as important as they are, you're going to want to stay all the way to the end. Because at the end, we actually have something I'm going to, I'm going to share with all of you just for our Hacker Nation community of listeners. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, check out the free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Just go to IWantMoreLeads.net. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We are about to speak to someone that, as I mentioned earlier, is all about customer service and customer and being around the right type of people and creating a culture in your business and really understanding the importance of being customer service focused. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Matt Rudlinger. Matt, are you ready to rock? I am ready. As a founder and CEO of the marketing firm Triple R Marketing, which helps small businesses and brand name Fortune 500 companies alike become leaders in their industry, he has worked alongside world-renowned author and sales expert Mr. Jeffrey Gittimer, who's also been a past guest here on Success Hackers and and has helped businesses promote their products at high-profile events such as the Sport Emmy Awards. Customer experience is integral to his work. With the customer-centric business philosophy, business acumen, and commitment to rapid, reliable results, he and his staff have created a seminar called Launch, where they go into communities to teach businesses the importance of customer experiences and how they can create businesses for a lifetime. Matt, welcome to Success Hackers. Man, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks. I'm really excited about being here. Yeah, well, it's good to have you. I gave our Hacker Nation listeners a little information about you, Matt, but would love for you to expand a little bit more about you and your business. Yeah, so we do, uh, you know, it's triple R marketing, and that's, the, that's where the rapid, reliable results comes in um, from that intro, which was awesome. Thank you. Um, also own a caramel business called Jones Caramels. And I can tell you a little more how that came about here about a year and a half ago. And I am the founder and president uh, of a, with an app called uh, Fanvious, uh, which allows you to have uh, food and merchandise delivered to your seats while you're at sporting events and concerts. Mm. So we've got our, 
our, our hands in a lot of things going on around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you and, and I want to get right into it because we're going to talk about uh, that caramel business, which I, I did a little research prior to today's interview and uh, found it absolutely fascinating how that came to be. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll table that here for a few minutes. But you talk a lot about being customer-centric focused and how important customer service is. Aren't all businesses customer-centric focused? And if not, why not? Well, I think a lot of times they're always wanting to have satisfied customers, but I think that it there's a different level. Um, it's it's understanding the value in having customers becoming your cheerleaders to tell others about the products and services that you offer. Because you know, if a business and we don't pay attention to advertisements anymore. I, I can't even you know, but we're blasted with thousands of them every day. So you know, can you even remember the last two ads that you've seen? No. So, but you know, if if, if a business is great, nobody cares. Yeah. But if a, if your friend or a family member or a coworker tells you that a business is great, well, you listen, and that's the value of creating experiences to get customers to talk about you. Because if you're just satisfying them, they're not telling stories because satisfaction is like the least that we'll accept. So it's it's kind of understanding your customer and how you can wow them um, so that they're again you know telling others about your business. And like you said earlier, everybody wants to service their customers. But I think, as you put it, there's different levels to that. So has this always been ingrained in who you are as a business owner? Did you learn to be more customer centric, or tell me, tell us how you tell us how you actually uh, got to that point of being so customer centric focused? I've always been that way. I I was the when I I used to sell plumbing supplies. You know, really glorious industry and <laughs> you know but i was the guy that instead of trying to ask the plumbers to stop what they were doing when i go to the job site i had a shovel in the back of my truck and would hop in the ditch and help them dig or carry stuff in while they were doing the work they were doing you know while they were working and i think it's really understanding empathy and uh, the customers and you know today it's even harder because it's changed from 20 years ago when we were, right. we were doing that. But now, you know, businesses are, it's easy to get in front of people now, but yet it's very noisy, right? right. So how it's, it's creating that, uh, it, I guess to go back to what you're saying, it's, it's always been in, in my DNA um, to really be customer driven, having relationships because the relationships last and you know, no matter what's going on, you know, Price, you know, the difference in pricing. I mean, you have to be competitive. I'm not saying that, but you know, when you're talking close to pricing and getting those referrals, it's all about the relationship. Right. And that's how I grew what I did in sales, and how we've grown our, you know, triple our marketing over the last 12 years as well, is buying just being creating those relationships with clients. So it sounds like it's a mindset first and foremost. It's a it's a habit, right? It's it. I know a lot of business owners that will do one or two things and then they'll go go back to what they've done before. So it's it becomes a muscle, it becomes a habit. It's be it's a it's it's a priority, if you will. So when you're thinking about servicing customers or you're teaching other individuals on how you've done it so well in your business, let us peek behind the curtain of Triple R and uh, what are some of the things that our Hacker Nation listener uh, community business owners can start doing like today to start becoming more customer-centric focused? 
Well, find out, you know, find out a little more about your customers. Get get a little more personal about them. You mentioned you had Jeffrey Gittimer as a previous uh, guest as well, but he said it best. Before, I mean, I have to. Before I'm going to buy you, I have to like you and trust you before I'm going to buy from you. Yeah. So you know where you know learn a little bit about your customers. What is important to them? You know, are they? Do they like to fish? Do they like to do they like sports? We were talking about sports, you know, before we got on here. So it's it's we want to be we want to be known. We want to be catered to, and we want that relationships. I mean, that's what makes. You know, you think about the, the businesses that you work with on a regular basis, and there, there's a reason that you keep going back to them. There's, if you go back to the core of it, there's usually something personal about it. And you know, I would say learn learn a little about your clients, what's important to them, and be a resource for them to where you're not only contacting them when you need them, you would want them to buy a product or service, or they're not only contacting you when they need your product or service, because if that's all there is. I mean, so we can talk about, about even the caramel stuff, getting into that. Then, then there's nothing there that's really bonding that that relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's learning a little more, you know, hey, you know, thank you. You know, how about a handwritten note? Or if they like sports, did you see something that they that they uh, might enjoy reading? Or can you help them with some business? You right. know, what, turn the table. How, how can you help them out? So it's it's getting outside of just being – that commodity of when a product service is needed. So someone right now, Matt, is listening, saying, all right, you know what, I get that. I, yes, we need to be more customer-focused, and yes, I agree that the customers, of course, are the lifeblood of our company, and maybe we need to start paying more attention to them versus treat, treating it like more of a transaction like maybe we have in the past. But then the other side kicks in and says, wait, there is only so many hours in the day for us to, to, to grow this company, to grow this business, to do new business development, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there's all kinds of things that are coming at us from social media to offline to offline to online to like you mentioned before. There's so many messages coming at us. But what's maybe one thing someone can take a pause and, and, and moving forward they can say, from here on out, we can be more customer-centric focused on X. Because you, you mentioned find out more about them around sports. Find out more, do they like to fish? But isn't it true also that your prospects, your customers, have a million things going on? So I don't want to say gone are the days when you have the hour, hour and a half sitting, sit down meeting with a potential prospect. People are moving at light speed nowadays. If someone is saying, I don't know if my customers have the time or the, the, the desire, or I don't know if I do, in order to really understand and get to know them, what would you say to that person? I would say that you are missing the, the, the point. I mm-hmm. think, yes, we are definitely at a fast pace, but I think you also have to realize that we don't alter our expectations of experience mm-hmm. because if you have a good experience with X company, you know, we don't go to the next company that we're working with saying, well, it's a different company. I'm not expecting a great experience with them this time. Right. You know, so the customers changed. And I think if you, if a business would just take the time to figure out their program, it needs to be planned on how they're going to 
create some create experiences with their customers, they will find out that they will start standing out from the rest because most businesses have that mindset. I don't have time. The customer doesn't have time. But the, really, the point of it is, your customers want you to. Know, they want you to know about them. Hmm. They do. They want. They want you to know about them. They want you to. They're willing to have a relationship. If, but you, it has to be organic as well. It can't just be like, hey, I want to sit down and ask you twenty-one questions. Right. You know. So it's a process. You know. Maybe you start out um, with something. You know, just a quick convert. You know, when you're having a call with a customer, ask a question and and learn about it and keep learning about them over time. You don't have to. You know, we're not. You don't play twenty-one questions with them. So the more you talk with them, and you know, how about hey, hey, customer, how can I help you? Hmm. That's going to open up, a, you know, Pandora's box. Yeah. You know, what can I do? Is there some? Is there a connection that I have that um, I can help you with? I mean, so you start turning the tables. I mean, we all like to talk about ourselves, right? Right. Well, and if if I know that you're you're asking me how can you help me, well, I'm going to tell you. And you're going to learn a lot of things about your customers by asking that question. And so it's not it's so much, too, it's not so much, too, that you have to big, do some big, grandiose thing. I think a lot of times, and we've had other people on, on the show that are um, their customer service, you know, that's, that's their whole business is being customer service uh, uh, friendly. And they, they've literally developed businesses and courses around that and mindsets around that. But when it comes to whether it's big things or little things, what you're saying is not necessarily thinking a customer just bought one of our products and services. We now have to send them $500, a gift card or a gift. You're talking about little incremental things that can make a big difference. Is that right? Yes. How about a thank you card? Mm. How about a handwritten thank you? Hey, I know that you had multiple choices on this purchase, but you selected us, and I want you to know that I really appreciate that. And you know, I'm here. If anything ever happens, here's my number. Here's my cell phone number. If you ever need me, I'm here for you. Sign it and send it. Do that. When's the last time you've gotten when you received something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's all. You know, it's funny that you asked that. I actually got one from an, a woman who was a. I interviewed her. Uh, you know. We didn't pass any business. She came on to the came onto uh, my podcast. She was a great interview. Gave a lot of great content. Sure enough, seven days later, in the mail, I get a to your point. I get a handwritten thank you card and a book, not her book, a book that she's read called the the um, called Giftology by John Rundland, who actually is going to be a guest here on the show coming up, but. It was the most it was the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced. So yes, you're absolutely right. 107 interviews later, I've gotten one thank you card and one book along with it. And I'm telling you what, I'll never forget that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you know, that's the, that's the whole point is yeah. that it's unique and it was unexpected. You know, experiences are about surprising and doing the unexpected. And what means something to you is going to be different than what may mean something to me. So it's not one boilerplate experience. You know, you have to learn to kind of customize them for your customers. So that's how you create that cheerleader. Right. To tell other people about it. You know, you're talking, you know, you talked about the lady right there. Mm -hmm. It's no difference. I mean, I know 
I'm very observant when I'm I'm out and about. I'm always looking, you know, observing situations and things like that because it's the, my life. But you'll you'll notice that people will talk about you, you. Hey, what's the greatest experience you've had? They remember those things because yeah. they were unexpected. So how can you become that story? How can you become the the the, the key? Um, the key uh, player in the, in the story, you know. So that's the that's the way that you get to the next level, especially in today's market. Like you said, with all the technology, you know. And, I, and I'm all about data. I mean, I think you know we're, we're we're in a data mining world. But the bottom line is, you can know everything you can want to know about me, but if I don't like you, I'm not buying from you. Yeah. That's the bottom line. So um, it's kind of taking technology. And kind of going back to old school to some yeah. degree, yeah. And, and if you can implement the, the two together and mesh, you're, you've got a home run. Mm. Speaking of home run, I read that you actually gave and currently give caramels to every one of your customers on their birthdays. And in 2016, this same caramel store was having a little bit of a tough time sur- surviving and was about to maybe close its doors, but... You love the company so much, you basically took the caramel store over. Is that true? Well, the la- the lady who owned it, Jones, uh, she was retiring. Okay. So she, and she's a, so um, really good friend of ours. And we, yes, we give our customers caramels on their birthdays, and it's it be, it has become a part of our experience. And that our caramels, our, our customers look forward to it mm. and are excited about it. So you're creating those stories, and when she. Uh, came to me and said that she was going to close the business. Well, I freaked out, and so I, because just what the way that we work together with how um, we would work the process, the process with working with her and making sure that everybody got their caramels was was so easy. And so I tried to find another company that would work that way with Triple R Marketing, and that didn't find anything. So we ended up buying the business so that we could keep that experience. <laughs> With our customers, <laughs> and so, and the bottom line is, if if it's just a Google search, if you're just a Google search away, or there's no reaction, you're just competing dollars for dollars now. Yeah, that's right. So ask your customers that. Hey, what would your reaction be? You, this is this is a really here's some homework for you, and you know, could, the good, bad, and the ugly, right? If I close my doors today, how easy would it be for you to replace me? Can you be honest with me with that? Find the ones that, that you have a close connection with. And if it's easy to be replaced, there's there's your indication that outside of just being satisfied with providing the products and services that you provide, that's a bare minimum anymore. Because right. if you don't do that, you're not, you're, they're not going to buy from you anyway. Hacker Nation, <laughs> so many great things that uh, Matt is sharing. And, and, and again, it comes back down to making it a priority. And I said it earlier, it, it's about creating that muscle. It's about saying, I know you got 5 billion things going on as a business owner, as a company, but at the end of the day, no matter how much technology is thrown into the mix, business is a people sport. And you cannot forget the customers because to Matt's point, they could absolutely probably go two or three other places that are probably maybe as good as your products and services, but why do they continue to come back to you? A lot of that has to do with you, your culture. Of course, it's the product. Of course, it's the service. Of course, it's competitive pricing. But all that aside, why would the customer continue to come back? And if you put this top of mind, 
thank you letters on your birthdays, caramels, stuff like that. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And you can't have the excuse of, I forgot, because these are the reasons why you're able to take a vacation with your family. Your customers are the reason why you put the lights on in your building. Without customers, you have no business. And I'll throw this out there. I would throw out the whole B2C and the B2B. Those days are gone. We are P2P. We are people to people. Yeah. Love it. I love it. So, but what about your business? What's a nut that you're trying to crack and maybe you're trying to solve in your, in your own business? Well, I mean, we're trying to get to the market. We're, you know, our big thing that we're doing now is the launch seminar where we're going into the communities and trying to help small businesses in, um, you know, crack the code of, or, you know, understanding the online marketing world, um, cause it's so competitive and, you know, online social media and then, you know, pushing out, uh, the story that we talked about here today with customer experience. So, you know, trying to get business, business owners in marketing departments to invest in the time to come out and, and listen to our seminar and, and to learn. Um, so that's kind of a, a, a big project in our play for this year. Tell us about the seminar so we know, we know a little bit more about it. So it's called Launch. It's three hours long. So we spend an hour where we talk to we talk about the websites. And it's kind of like you know we're in Indi- Indiana, the Indy 500, you know. So it's like when you're trying to talk about SEO, it's like going to the Indianapolis 500 <laughs> race, right? But, you know, sometimes, and, and I'm not knocking anybody's car, sometimes you're trying to compete with a Pinto, you know. Right, right. And it just doesn't work. And so we make sure that you understand that what – you know, what's the car supposed to, what kind of engine do you need? What's the car, you know, the, the dimensions of the car so that you can compete in this race? So there's a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of times people are, are driving around the track thinking they're making progress and they're not. Mm-hmm. So we want, we make sure that they understand things like site maps and responsive and, and the SSL certificates and things like that, you know, things like that that make a difference. And then we spend an hour talking about social media, about the importance of just being where your customers are at, quit trying to be on every channel when they're not there. Yeah. And and how do you speak to them and how do you become a resource? Again, you know, not always mark, you know, trying to sell something all the time. So we spend an hour on the social media. And then the last hour we talk about what we've talked about here, kind of take it a little, uh, a little further. Uh, we have, we go through customer journey mapping, customer journey mapping. Uh, really understanding the empathy of the customer with some examples and things like that. So it's it's a really high impact three hour course uh, that we are you know trying to get in front of the business uh, the business owners and we're trying to work through cha- we're working through chambers and things like that at this point Very to cool. get those things set. So, Good yeah. for you. Good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. I want to shift gears. Uh, you you've given us so many nuggets already that we could probably end the interview right now, but. We have a segment on the show called the Success Hack, where you're actually going to be, we're, we're actually going to shine the Success Hack spotlight on you, Mr. Matt Rudlinger. So, <laughs> what's one success hack that you can share that can help a business owner really stand apart from their competition? That can mean anything that you teach your clients, that can mean anything maybe around customer service, anything that someone listening right now can literally start implementing, like, Today or tomorrow? Well, the thing that they can implement is they're going to have to do a little work, but 
what makes you unique? Hmm. And that's a hard question because you ask most businesses they don't know or their answer is in the views of their eyes. My question is what makes you unique in the eyes of your customers? And then take that, whatever it is, and run with that. Make that the core of everything that you're doing in your marketing, in your approach. Take that nugget or that, that what makes you unique and make that the focus of what you're doing. Now, I know that's not necessarily easy thing you can implement right away, but here's the thing. If, there, if you don't know what that is, it's hard to market your business. See, what happens, we find a lot of times is that businesses are, are marketing with their products and their services, which is fine, and they, and they get, they, they run into roadblocks because they run into competition, and it's just this, it's this rat race. But the problem, the problem is, is they don't have anything that they can market that, that says, we're unique because we do this. What are you doing something different than anybody else in the market? I love it. And the reason why I love it, I'm so glad that you just brought that up. Now, Hacker Nation, uh, please really listen to what Matt just shared. When I, when I work with business owners, one of the, the very first things I do with them is create what's called a market dominating position. Exactly what Matt is talking about. Some people will look at it as a USP. Some people look at it as a market dominating position. Let's just call it your uniqueness. Now, here's the key to understanding what that means. If I can, we do a, it's called a scratch off write in. If I can scratch off your name and write in your competition on your website, and you're basically saying the same things on your website, both companies, platitudes, jargons, how great you are, you've been in business for 175 years, and you have all these products and services and certifications, yada, 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 that's not good. You want to create something that makes you pop and stand out so that when you're in your marketing, advertising, when you're on a podcast, when you're in a speaking situation, when you're at a networking event and you stand up and give your 30-second pitch or commercial, whatever you want to call it, what's going to make other people go, hmm, that sounds exciting. How do you do that? What's that like? Let me get your card. Let's talk about it. Rather than stand up, and I'm just using generalities to say, Hey, my name is Scott and I'm a real estate agent. And then you sit back down. That doesn't do anything for anybody. And when you really get what we're talking about here, this market dominating position and what Matt shared, it's going to really re-engage your business and your marketing. And you're going to feel, cause this is what I work on with my clients. And once they get it, and let me, to, to Matt's point, it takes a little while. It takes a little while. But when they get it, oh my God, it's like the lights get turned back on in their business and they're so fired up because they're like, oh my God. None of my competition can do what we do to the best of our abilities, and it's just awesome because then you stand out from everybody else that does what you do. Exactly. So we're going to shift gears, Matt, and we're going to enter what's called the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hacker's version of the hot seat. Okay. <laughs> Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Matt Rudlinger, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received understand the value of your time what's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind our office is right on the square downtown bloomington so i will go out and take a walk 
You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? Always go off your gut instinct. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Empathy. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I love uh, I love uh, Mike Tyson punch out. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's to my success, but I love that game. If you can recommend one book that's made an impact on your business, what would that be? The Little Red Book of Sales. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community of listeners, what would that be? Sprout Social. Matt, you are now officially off the randomness round Ooh. hot seat. That was good. You got that one really caught me there. <laughs> you came through with the Mike Tyson though. Yeah, you know I don't I, I don't know how much uh, entrepreneurship that's that's helping that in, in, the, in there, but I tell you what though, you feel like a beast after you beat Mike Tyson. Yeah, so, just so you know. Yeah, no, that's that's good stuff there. So this is, <laughs> this is this has been absolutely incredible. Thanks so much, Matt, for sharing these incredible success hacks with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Well, you can uh, search Matt Rudlinger online or connect with me on LinkedIn or feel free to email me. It's uh, Matt at TripleRMarketing.com, and it's spelled out, T-R-I-P-L-E-R-Marketing.com. Or check us out on Jones Carmel's. Awesome. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Matt. All of what Matt just shared will be on the, on the show notes. Again, go to successhackers.net. Oh, don't forget when you're on the site, successhackers.net, do not forget to click subscribe so you don't miss any of the newest and latest episodes. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you all aware of something really cool that I have going on. As I mentioned in the intro, besides being the creator and host here on Success Hackers, I'm also a business strategist. I work with and help small business owners grow the number of clients, increase their revenue while helping them get complete clarity around creating and sustaining an incredibly successful business. As a matter of fact, I just helped a client of mine grow his business by 50% in less than six months. So here's the deal for all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners. I'm offering a free business breakthrough strategy session where I'm actually going to help you create some strategies to help grow your business. And in addition to that, I'm going to help you find additional revenue in your business without you spending one cent on advertising or marketing. This is a $2,000 value that I'm going to give away for free, but just a few spots. So if you want to grab one of these free spots, go to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.